What's up, fam? Thanks for joining Conversations with Randy B, where we sit and just talk about issues involving and concerning Black people in a raw, honest, real, heartfelt way. Let's get started. Hello, hello. What's going on, LC? Happy Valentine's Day. Same to you. Same to you. Yes, yes, yes. So do you celebrate it? Do you love it? Like, what is what is your feelings about Valentine's Day? Uh, to, to, to be honest, I've tried to uh, finagle. When I say finagle my way out of it, see, uh, <laughs> my, my, my wedding anniversary is three days from now. So I've kind of like, so I've kind of like rolled them into one thing because I was like, look, man, like <laughs> I can't I can't be out here doing two different things three days apart. So right, right, and and so wife wife goes for that one thing. She's cool with that. Yeah, no, she, no, she she understands. She understands. She understands. Cool, she understands. cool. Well, happy anniversary. Thank I you. wanted to talk about love, so this is perfect. I want to hear your love story. Like, how wow. did you meet? Wow. Okay. So <laughs> if it's not too like scandalous or something. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> so, um, we've been, well, in three days, we would have been married for three years, mm-hmm. but we've actually been together since 2008. Um, we met because her best friend from high school mm-hmm. is married to my roommate from college. Okay. So, um, and actually like her best friend went to college uh, with me and my roommate too. So we were all, you know, basically at the same school. And, um, when we, when I graduated, so her and her friend are actually the year ahead of us. So when I graduated and came back to New York, she was like, Oh, Hey, my home girl is, uh, you know, is in New York. Maybe you guys can hang out and see what happens. Fast forward like a decade mm-hmm. later, <laughs> you know, we're together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still together. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. So I like. So to, do I you believe like that? Joke... Oh. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm saying I actually like to joke that when it when it comes to, I guess the way that you're quote unquote supposed to do things, we kind of did it all backwards because we actually had. The kids first. <laughs> but don't you think that's kind of like the way now? I mean, it, I don't think there's like a right way no, anymore. No I just right think people do just, what works. Um, it's kind of more so, you know, you know, growing up and especially growing up in a, uh, you know, predominantly Christian household. Um, yeah. You know, you get you get certain things indoctrinated or ingrained in your head. So when so when they don't go according to the quote unquote plan. It kind of looks a bit weird, but I'm I'm happy with the way everything went. So I'm not, you know, I'm not complaining at all. But I, I like that though, though, that people feel the freedom to write their own love story and go the way they want to go, right? Like, it, it, you know, I'm um one or two years older than you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just just one, one, just one, just one. And you know, we always felt pressure to get married at a certain time, have the kids at a certain time, back to back. It was all of this pressure, and now you know the rates of marriage are going down and people are making different decisions that I think, you know, do what works for you and don't feel pressure, you know, to do it any other way. No, I I agree. Cause especially like when you, when you look at the divorce rates, <laughs> right, it's, right? it's insane. So it's kind of like, don't just do it for the sake of doing it. And it's like, I'm at the point now where, um, 
I have, I even have friends that have gotten divorced already. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I'm happy that um, we kind of did things on our own terms. That's not to say that we didn't receive any, you know, criticism along the way. Cause I'm pretty, like, you know, cause oh, of my, course. Parents, my parents and all that, her parents are, are from that generation too. So at first they're kind of like, what are you guys doing? And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. no, what, you know, what we're doing is working for us. You know what I mean? Like, so as long as right. there are no, there are no complications, there are no, you know, issues. I mean, of course, that's not to say we didn't have bumps along the way. We definitely did. But oh, if someone says they don't, they're lying. Like, like, you know, two two completely different people coming from two different households. You're gonna have, and you're trying to, you know, mess. You're gonna have some, you know, issues. Right. I, honestly, I feel like if you, I feel like that kind of contributes to why things like divorce rates are so high. Is because I feel like people go through their first real conflict, and then they just throw their hands up like, "Fuck this, I'm leaving. I don't need any of this." And I'm just listen. There are yeah. certain things that should be. There's certain things that should be deal breakers. I mean, obviously, but I feel like people. Well, and run... I think they should only they those deal breakers are up to the individual. Like the Absol- like absolutely. What what's, what's a deal breaker like people... for me? Okay, it would not be a deal breaker for somebody else. Like like I have friends, right? They'll get mad like their man goes to the strip club, and I'm like, why do you care? Like men look at <laughs> women; they like looking at women's bodies. Like, and and I've had women like they were like seriously talked about walking out, but. I can't judge them because, you know, they have different things. Or I have some people, I have one friend, her man doesn't work. And I'm like, see, now I can't mess. Like, you got to work. I was like, I cannot, I could not. Even if we won the, like, mega millions, I would want somebody who just wanted to do something. Even if it was, like, volunteer work. Like, I could not deal with a shiftless man. Yeah, that that actually, that's actually a good point. Even outside of you know, the context of a relationship, like, I don't understand not having aspirations of any kind. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like, do, but, right, but, that's what I'm saying, but, but each couple has to, like, decide, because you all have your things that you can't stand, right? Like, absolutely. absolutely. You know, that you, you just truly cannot, cannot deal with, but the whole, like, because um, it's always interesting to me, like, when you see all the, cu- the uh, like, stars, how they go through fights and issues with Cardi B and Offset and um, who was just recently, they were talking about Kevin Hart and all that stuff, and people are always, like, so in it, like, uh-uh, girl, you need to leave him, or, you know, stand by your man, or let me tell you what I would do, and I'm like, <laughs> first of all, you don't know what you would do in that situation, like, first of all, because it's always different, depending on the relationship with bar, who that person is, what y'all got invested, like, it's totally different, and you don't know until you get up in some stuff. And I and I also I also think to that point, a lot of people who comment on these stories are liars. And what I mean by liars is yes, they say they would do one thing, but it's like, eh, you sure? Like, exactly. Like, exactly. Like, I, I, know, I know people who have actually been in similar situations, but then uh-huh. they'll then they'll look at like a celebrity and say, Oh my god, he's cheating, and da da da. I'm just like, Well, right, I would never yeah, stay yeah, with him. The man kind of cheated on you and you still with him. Uh, oh, I, I, can I tell you sometimes how sure much, like on Facebook? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like sometimes on Facebook, the main ones who are like showing off their relationship, I'm like, how do I tell her that he was in my DM? Like tri- pri- private message me. And she, but you know, I never would. But it's always so, and those, what I've learned is those who floss a whole lot, like always having to show themselves. I'm like, they just, they, they're the weakest couple. Oh. Like, Ooh, like listen, always. 
I don't <laughs> believe in goals. Like couple goals. I don't believe in it. <laughs> oh, I don't either. Because it's like, yo, listen, like it's the same thing with um just Instagram, for example, or social media in general. People yeah. always show you the good shit, right? So it's like right. anytime somebody's looking at like a couple saying like, oh my gosh, I aspire to be that. And it's just like, yo, you first off, you literally have no idea what's happening behind you the have scenes. no idea and number two there'll be some couples where we kind of get a glimpse of what's going on behind the scenes and then they'll still tout them as goals i'm like no 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 that's not goals you don't <laughs> that's not the thing to aspire to you and, do and, like and you, you don't you and do what's best for you and what i what i tell people too is like one time i feel badly sometimes for instagram and facebook because i thought it was you know how some people post every freaking thing they do i thought it was like the highlights of your life You know, like, I, I do travel more than the average puppy, for sure. But people are like, well, all you do is travel. And I'm like, I'm just not showing y'all pictures of the six loads of laundry I do every day. And, you know, that I cook all the time and all that stuff. Because, I, you know, I'm not one of those people who just shows everything. So, like, they're not seeing the bad stuff that happens. Or they're, not, they're seeing the beautiful picture on the beach with me chilling. But they're not seeing, like, that you know, I missed three planes and, you know, it was the crying baby and they lost my luggage or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, in this, in this age, which I hate the fact that I'm using the phrase in this age, but <laughs> in, the, in this age, we're, we pay more attention to the facade than the reality, which is why sometimes like, I appreciate it when, you know, people let the veneer down. Like even me, like there are times that I'll, you know, write stories on, you know, on my blog where I'm talking about like myself, like my family and I'll, you know, I'll, you know, mention certain issues or certain bumps that have been along the way. Cause it's like, I don't yeah. want you guys to think that, you know, everything's cool. Like all the time, like it's not. <laughs> Absolutely. Know? I do that too. I try and I try, I try to let people know what I can, I'm, you know, suffering in some sort of way, but I mean, the relationship thing I talk about a lot because I feel like I'm the person who decided to be in a blog, you know, and write and put my public life mm -hmm. out there. So I don't bring everybody along with me, uh, particularly, you know, some people are super private. Right. And so I don't do that, but I do try to let people know, like, you know, everything ain't rosy all the time. Trust and believe that. Do you um, believe, though, like when you met your wife, do you believe that men know early like that that person's the one? I can't speak for other people, but mm -hmm. I can say that I knew. I knew, what? but but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I and this I don't I don't know if anybody else might cop to this, but it's like mm -hmm. all right, I knew, but that doesn't mean at the time that I was ready. Yes. To behave myself. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so yes. Like, so I knew way before. I was mature enough to like really do something about it. Well, and sometimes, you know, but it's not good news. So like when I met my husband, I knew that he, the guy and, but I did not want the guy right then. Like I <laughs> was like, the timing is not right. I had just gotten out of another relationship. I was ready to just like get my career on and stuff. And like the universe kept saying, um, this is your dude. Like this is your dude down to like 
the same birthdays and stuff. Like, um, although he may have lied, I swear, swear he lied to make me marry him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we all do a little bit of lying. Yeah. You know I'm, like, I'm like, come on now. I mean, he's a year older. We're the same birthday, but like, literally, we were dating. I'm like, well, all I know is December 14th. I expect you to whatever. He said, what did you say? I said, December 14th. He's like, that's my birthday too. I'm like, okay, Jesus, you won. You won. Okay. Wait. <laughs> I'm hearing you now. I'm hearing you. I hear you. But it was one of those things where it was like, it was the right man, but the wrong time in a way. And eventually, mm -hmm. you did what I had to do but I always but um, he's always said to me and I have several guy friends who always say to me a man like you know like who like the woman like this woman is it for me like I this is something special yeah that was just one yeah, of you agree, no, so you agree uh, with that the thing is like I was saying is like I knew after the you know the first you know couple of dates I was like or at least I wasn't thinking far ahead enough, like, oh my gosh, like marriage, family, something, something, something. But I was looking at it like this could right. be somebody that I could explore something with. The problem is, and I don't want to blame it on age or anything like that, but I did meet her when I was 22, right? I was 22. That's young. I was 22, fresh out of college, had some, some, a little bit of money in my pocket. So I was like, I, so it wasn't more so like I didn't want it at the time. I wanted it, but then I also wanted to be uh, 22 with money. So, <laughs> right. So, like, right, exactly. I, like, right. I was trying to balance both, and of course, like those lead to, you know, conflicts. You know, at at, at you know at at the time. Absolutely. You know, I tell my I tell my my son, I have two sons, as you know, and I tell them I'm like, don't even consider it and like be messing with someone for real, for real until you're about 28, because you just y'all just can't handle it. Like, and you know, <laughs> you want to know why I'm laughing? I'm laughing what? because. I literally, I literally <laughs> told a, a homegirl of mine years ago, or like a couple of years ago, and I was like, I literally don't think I was a good dude till I was 28. Right. <laughs> like, I literally, like, I was that, like, that exact I was like, age I was like, is what I said. And I said, and the sad part is you could be madly in love. Like, you could be madly like, this is your girl, and you just can't. Like, I said, uh, the male maturity level, I said, no offense to my brothers. I was like, and it's funny, because I was engaged to a guy in college, crazy about him. He was crazy about me. And still to this day, we're cool. Like not, not no, no romantic feelings, but super cool. And he, he apologizes to me because of course he was out there doing terrible things, right? He was cheating and doing stuff. He was in a fraternity and uh, of course, of course, got a job with, <laughs> he was older than I am. So got money in his pocket, was working with IBM or, you know, it's just like doing it. Right. And then, you know, just me like, Hey baby, you know, and I'm all in love and dumb. And, um, he will apologize to me sometimes. Like, I'm so sorry about that. And I'm like, dude, I'm not tripping. You were 23. Like you were supposed to be an idiot. Like you're supposed to be at that age. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was able to apologize to a couple people before, but like, I remember. Listen, I remember like I um, like in my like mid, mid twenties, so maybe like around like twenty six or something like that. I started, you know, like going to therapy just to, you know, smart, you know, to unload some things, get to know myself a little bit better, and then along yep. the way, I started thinking to myself like, damn, I need to. I need to go apologize to some folks, like because <laughs> you come to grips with just you come to grips with the fact that's like, all right, I'm out here acting like an asshole. I need to do something about this <laughs> for karma or something. Yeah, like yeah. I am so sorry. Yeah, at least to, at least to to um let people know that in hindsight you understand where they were coming from. You know what I mean? Because like sometimes, right? Sometimes previous situations would have ended a certain way. 
and I couldn't always see my role in it because I'm wrapped up in myself, right? But then you, right, right. you're able to take a step back and analyze things a little bit and be like, oh, okay, that's why they were beefing. And and like to be honest, one of the main reasons why I ended up um, going to therapy in the first place to, to loop it back to relationships was mm-hmm. my wife, when we were still, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you want to call it at the time, mm-hmm. she said something to me that was eerily reminiscent of something an ex-girlfriend said to me. Mm. And at that time, I was just like, oh, I'm the problem. Got it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, problem. you're tripping. Because it was easy right. for me to just blame the ex for whatever she did wrong, but I wasn't seeing what I contributed to the situation. Then you fast forward, you're in a brand new relationship, and they say something that's almost identical to another person. Then it's just like, okay, mm-hmm. so I'm seeing some trends here, and th- this is the time for me to act. And it wasn't even on some... I'm acting just for the sake of being in this relationship is more so like I had to improve myself because it's like, if better. not all these issues are just going to keep reoccurring. And, you know, God forbid if that relationship or this relationship didn't work, then I carry the same nonsense over to something else. And then it's just a cycle mm-hmm. that keeps on repeating. So for me, first and foremost, I have to improve, you know, so that's some grown man ish. I give you all the accolades for that. That's that's real. That's real talk right there. I, I, I try. Like, I tell. I tell people. And anything I know comes from me fucking something up. So, like, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the kid that has right. to put his hand on the stove to know that it burns. And it's like, right, oh, yeah, right. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? And the thing is, though, what you didn't just wasn't just healing for you, but literally for the women. Because what I find in talking to women at every single age is that when a relationship doesn't work out with a man, they think it's them. And I'm always like nothing in life to do with you. You know, the way people react to you is about them. Usually it doesn't mean that that person maybe wasn't a great girlfriend or whatever, but the way we react to people is about us. Like it's about what's going on. And so to have you come back and say, you know what, I treated you this way, but that wasn't because, you know, you weren't nice or you weren't worthy. It was because this is where I was at the time. This is how I thought. I didn't even know it. And I'm sorry. Like, that had to be so healing. That was a gift that you gave them. Right. Exactly. Because it's like sometimes, you know, and it's it's hard not to, it's hard, you know, for people not to internalize things. Right. But mm-hmm. you're more so looking at it like, I, I don't want you to feel like maybe like, you were wrong in feeling the way that you were feeling. Mm-hmm. It was more so I wasn't comprehending what you were saying because like I, at least that is, it's almost like that wasn't in my lexicon at the time. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, I need to go back, you know, download some more information and be like, Oh, okay. I see what you were saying. <laughs> I see what I you get were it saying. now. Now, it, now it all makes it all now, come together. Now the thing is that doesn't, and, and, and for anybody else that, that might be thinking about it. I was like, that doesn't negate if you have your own grievances too, but it's like some, a lot of times when people break up, they don't, they don't ever see the other person's side. Right. They just, they just stay stuck in whatever issues they have, which they may be very valid gripes, you know, not, not taking away what you're feeling. They may be very valid, but you need to at least try to understand where the other person's coming from. Unless they're just doing terrible shit. You don't need to understand. Right, unless they're just whack as hell. Right, unless they're just But then you have to ask yourself the question, but then you have to ask yourself the question, why did I choose that person? And why did I stay with that person? Right? Like when you, like I have friends, all these men ain't shit. Or, you know, people say that. And I'm like, no, why do you keep choosing men? 
Because they usually let you know they're stinking from the beginning. Like, they usually stink from the beginning. So why is it? Because, like, women, when we talk about, like, when earlier we were talking about infidelity, a lot of times women, and I know I would, you stay with someone because you know the person's a quality and they're just making mistakes, right? But then mm-hmm. there are just some people who are just jerks. This and is what they do. Some women who choose <laughs> jerks. And so I'm like, no, stop spending so much time dogging the man. And you want to spend 25 hours dogging. What you need to ask yourself is why do you keep dating the same brother, essentially, that ain't, you know, he may have different names and look different, but he's the same guy. You keep dating him over and over. Why? <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you said it because coming from me. That might sound like I'm bashing, but it's like no, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a real because I've literally gotten into a debate with somebody about that, and it's just saying it's like it sounds like you're you know you're you're blaming or it, it, it either sounds like you're blaming or it's you know you're trying to make excuses for you know the men. I'm just like no 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 no. no. There's certain people that no just not ain't making shit. excuses for them. Certain yeah. people ain't shit. Like it just hey, ain't they you. ain't shit. <laughs> but why you keep choo- but why do you keep choosing him like what did you not get when and I'm like these guys used to show themselves like what did you not get when on the first date he told you he was going to pick you up at 6 and came at 9.30 All right. it's like uh uh-uh. uh you know and you know he wasn't in a hospital and then you know he let he always had to leave your house every day at midnight like there's a reason he's leaving you know and then everyone always acts <laughs> so like going, surprised he's going home to his family now like, <laughs> right exactly and everyone's like I didn't know he was married I'm like okay how wait he was going home every time y'all went out at, at midnight like I don't understand you know, <laughs> I don't but, but, they're, but they're getting separated and they're just together for the children though <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> as long as you but what I'm saying is it's cool that you're in that situation but I'm saying don't blame him for who he is you gotta ask yourself I mean I can look back now at my life and I'm so clear of why I chose. I mean, there was a, a definite strand, a, a characteristics of men that I have chosen. And I found that I chose men that made me feel secure. But my father died in a car accident. One day he was there. He walked me and my mom to the car to take me to school. And the next minute he was gone. Right. <laughs> so I think I always had this like fear of loss. Anything that wasn't yeah, anything that wasn't fully solid. Right. Mm-hmm. And so every man I would choose, there would be there would be solid. It's going to be the guy in high school who has a good GPA, plays basketball, rides his bike to his part time job at McDonald's. You know what I mean? Cuts mm-hmm. his grass with his dad. Like there's a solid mm-hmm. that's there. And so like that whole like bad boy and stuff, I never really went into that because I think I was terrified of that, that that disappearing act so that they wouldn't be there. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people the uh, the bad guy trope work for. So I think, uh, <laughs> I think you made the right decision. <laughs> well, I think there's, I think there's balance. I think in sometimes of course, I you, you, security you need a little bit of everything, over. But, you know. Yeah, I think I take the security over stuff. But what I'm saying is, it's you know, time has allowed me to look at myself, and so I always right. feel like, and that's the person that you have to spend the most time with, and that's the person that everything comes from, your relationships, everything. And so I tell people. You better figure out yourself, baby. Work on you. Ask yourself why you're making the decisions that you're making. How could you be better? And and once you know why you're doing the things you're doing, you you think twice about the decisions. Like, okay, wait, I'm going into a, a an old pattern. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy that you mentioned that because um, it seems like common sense that we should focus on ourselves, kind of the most in terms of our own 
you know, emotional intelligence. But the fact of the matter is we probably spend the least amount of time on ourselves and people wrongfully a lot of the times try to understand themselves in the context of a relationship with somebody else. And it's like, we're human beings. We need companionship. That's perfectly fine. I'm not telling anybody to not look for that by all means, find somebody that you're compatible with. But at the end of the day, you need to know, you know, what you're bringing to the table. So it was like, even when, you know, there were times, you know, earlier on where, you know, my wife and I were, were, were having issues and um, before we were married and, I wasn't hundred percent sure if this was going to be <laughs> how we ended up together, but right. I, I still knew that regardless of how the two of us went, I still needed to do work on me. You know what exactly. I mean? And, and hopefully and, and, and that work continue. could translate to this, which thankfully it did. But even if it didn't, that work is still, you know, necessary, you know? Yep. It's ongoing. It is ongoing work. It is ongoing. It is a. Re- it's the relationship they say like you, you'll have the longest in your life is that relationship, and that you can talk to your mate about what you're working on and and how you're feeling about stuff, and 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 you can tell them like what your triggers are, like trip off of certain things. So let's go ahead. And I'm not saying it's right, but let me just let you know. Oh yeah, no, that's one. <laughs> that's one of the things. <laughs> like me, me, I I don't do passive aggressiveness. Like that literally drives me insane. So it drives me insane. We so are so like, that's a, why we, we talk. Have an issue. Can we please talk about it now? Please do not come back to me in two weeks. Talk about well, then you know, three Saturdays ago, you did da da da. Like yo, because now I can't fix this because now you've had enough time to you know let it fester, and then right. <laughs> I can't right. do anything right. about this now. Well, you know what? You know, like the the my my motto is it's time to have a conversation. You know, that's Randy B's thing because I'm always so shocked at how people don't talk. And then people are so uncomfortable with talking because I'm always like, okay, so what's the problem? I mean, I mean, with everything, my friends, you know, in relationships, at work, I'm like, can we just talk? And people are so uncomfortable with talking. And yet with doing little shit for two months, like, you know, taking the person's lunch out of the refrigerator at work, they don't have lunch. I'm like, why is that more? Why is that easier for people? I don't get vulnerability. People, one people. I think it's two things. One, people don't want to be vulnerable, but then two, when if you're having an honest dialogue with somebody, something's going to come up where you yourself might need some type of improvement. And people yes. people yes. don't necessarily want to admit to that. They just want to be right. You know, you just want to be right. Like that is they want to be is, right. These are my feelings. This is how I feel. I don't really want to hear what you're yeah. talking about. And and like honestly, that was one of the things that helped you know, my wife and I turned a corner all those years later, like when I was going to, you know, uh, therapy, just like letting it all out there. Like my therapist was actually like, all right, I want you to bring her in one session and then let's all, you know, have a conversation. And one of the things that he made us do was like, okay, I want you to start talking and explain yourself. The other person is not allowed to reply yet. Just let that person go get everything that they have out and then we'll switch roles. You get to say what you want. The other person can't reply yet because a lot of times when people are having these conversations, they're either talking over each other. They're not really listening to each other. So you just end up back at the same spot. And me having to listen without responding forced me to understand what was being said. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taking the time to listen. Yeah, because we don't we don't do that. We don't do that either. We just want to get our next point out because <laughs> right. we want to be right. <laughs> well, absolutely. I think I have become such a better listener. It's something that I've worked on hard the last, like I would say, five years to the point that people will say, are you there? You know, when they're talking, they'll say, are you there? Because they think I've hung up or whatever. I'm like, no, I'm listening. I, I really like taking it in because and I'm still not great, but I'm definitely improving which i mean that's all we can do nobody's nobody's perfect we all get there i mean me like i can probably still be attitudish you know at times so like, that's those <laughs> oh, things cool. I, I mean we're human you know we're human yeah, yeah. Exactly. no I, I i trip all the time like you know my kids would say i was like and just and to think i'm supposed to be a communications expert and i'm like mm. <laughs> y'all kids are like ah. <laughs> need some work there but of course you know? It's, it's you know it's you know a lot of times it'd be different with our kids because like for me like i could oh. be a tutor i could be a tutor to somebody else's kids and then look at mine like why can't you get this problem right like, oh i'm terrible like i'm like you're trying to choke them out I'm trying to choke them out like i, I will i will kill you <laughs> you're gonna get an a in this class oh yeah <laughs> no i've had to pay other people to to do things that i'm very well you know, ready and could, should be able to do, but not with them. <laughs> but that's also another part of being human. Know where your weaknesses are. Like, know right, where your I'm, weaknesses I'm a, are. I'm about it. I'm about out of this one. I'm about it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had to say anything, do you, well, one good, do you think that black love is more difficult? Do you think it's harder for two black people or black people, just a person, a black person? Do you think that we have a baggage? or it's harder that we have more issues to work out. I think um, the, I'm going to say yes. And the reason why is because unfortunately, in, in, in a bunch of cases that I see, especially if you dare to take a gander at any comment section on any social media site, uh, mm-hmm. we assume a lot of stereotypes about ourselves. Yeah. So so like if you're like you'll see a dude talking about like yo I don't date black chicks because they always got an attitude, mm-hmm. or you'll see chicks talk about like dudes ain't shit always cheating bum ass mm-hmm. and it's like first off you got to get past that layer, <laughs> so right. then get to know to the person because you're walking into an interaction with somebody having a preconceived notion about what they might be based on how they look or based on what we, you know. Well, we feel because, like, for example, like my wife used to say all the time, like growing up, like literally all the women in her family would tell her that men ain't shit. Right. So it's kind of like I was I was battling against conditioning. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Well, no, I it's funny because I when I got um, at one stage in my life when we were having the kids, my husband was like you know, I got it now because I was humping when he was like in school and everything. And he's like, I got it now. You know, you could, I really want you to be around for the kids. And I said, you have to realize my whole life, particularly after my father died, I was like, I was raised to work, mm-hmm. like to get this money and get my hustle. And, and I said, I felt literally like uncomfortable. I said, well, you know, you're, you're, we're programmed to be a certain way. Right. Um, and I was like, I was a strong black woman. That's who I was raised to be. Wait a minute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was almost, as crazy as it sounds, I was almost like angry, like, like that he would suggest that I couldn't do both very, very well. You know what I mean? And so right. it's, it is how, and then also because the black, you know, family has been so broken up, 
you know, by no fault of our own, you know, from slavery to the way they did the policies yeah, uh, for housing and things and all like types that, of, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. you know, you're not even used to having a man and you have to be stronger than people say we're too strong. But that's a whole conversation. I know it's the end uh, of our time. But I did want to talk about love and black love on Valentine's Day, um, this nice made up holiday that we yeah. still seem to somehow get wrapped up in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, we get wrapped up in, and you know, you know, shout out to all uh, my guys out there looking at their bank accounts, like, damn, I gotta uh, fix something <laughs> out. <laughs> Don't yeah. do anything last minute because that'll bite you in the ass. <laughs> yes, and good luck to those people who are crazy enough to go out to dinner on Valentine's Day. I think it's the worst day of the year to go out. Oh no, uh, we saved that. We we actually saved ours because, like I said, it's like my um my anniversary is in a couple of days so we're saving it yeah. till next week. That's we'll smart. leave these restaurants to y'all. <laughs> no, I'm not going out. I don't I don't do I mean like ordering Chinese that's my advice. That would be my best Valentine's Day advice is ordering cuz <laughs> you know it's just too many people out there and the food is cold and it sucks. But anyway, happy Valentine's Day everyone. Elsie, same thanks to you, for talking Randy, to same me. to you everybody out there. Love y'all. <laughs> All right then. All right, take care. Holla at you. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap, fam, with this episode of Conversations with Randy B. We will chat with you next time. In the meantime, you can find me at randyb.net, randy underscore underscore b on Instagram, or randy b on Facebook. Catch up with you later. Take care until then.